if I've got the personality to get on camera and do live videos or do interviews to help educate people, then I'm going to keep doing it. Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 129, March 10th, 2019 with your host, Nick Toker. Thank you all for listening. Today, we welcome back Lori Callahan, multiple sclerosis warrior, cannabis warrior, fucking mess. Right, Lori? Mm, I can just hear you laughing right now. What a positive ambassador she is for humanity. Last year, she came on, help us with MS Awareness Month. She comes back again, give us some updates on Ohio cannabis. What's going on with her? You know, she's keeping on. Lori Kelly. Well, hello. Hey there, Lori. How are you? I'm so good. It's so good to hear you. I can't believe it's been a year. It seems like yesterday, honestly. It's just, it's so much has changed since I've talked to you. <laughs> really? That's yeah. that's why we're here. I'm so excited to find out what's been going on in the timeline of Lori. What has been going on? I mean, that's one of the things about Facebook is we kind of watch each other's lives and interact as, as we can. And so we get to watch so many people's successes, failures, struggle, see them reaching goals. It's fun watching that. And it's been enjoyable watching you. And you've had some struggles over the last years and some huge successes i know it's been um it's been a roller coaster to be honest you know i was just thinking about what we were going to talk about on this podcast and there's where do you want to start i mean you know everything is just blown up for me really in a very very good way i i think i'm adjusted into the fact that um i've become a patient advocate for you know, patients that have MS here in the state of Ohio, and uh, I don't think there's anything else I'd rather do, Mid. It's just been life-changing, and I'm so very thankful for it. I've always, since I've met you, I've seen you as an advocate. When has it changed for you personally? I'm seeing you on all kinds of shows and getting interviewed and being quoted in newspapers. So when did it, when was the flip in your mind that you're like, I am an advocate here? I think it was when my best friend passed away last July uh, because she was the one that pushed me to do all this stuff. She was like, one day, Lori, you just need to tell your story out in public and get others to get more educated on the fact that cannabis is is not bad. When she passed away, mid, it, it was like a, a light bulb went off. And, um, you know, she had always called me an advocate for cannabis. And I, I never understood it until she passed away. And now that I'm doing what I'm doing, I, I just, you know, I have business cards now that say that I'm a patient advocate on it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, when it's in, in writing, something real occurs, doesn't it? Right, right. You know, and it's, um, it's just life changing to me. I, I get so many messages on a daily basis from people that can relate to me as an MSer. And I've met so many wonderful patients and there's just hundreds of thousands of us that support cannabis and it's an amazing journey <laughs> i love it well how has your health been doing how have you been doing over the last year 
Well, you know, it's it's had its ups and its downs. Um, stress is a, a really, really big thing in the MS community. You know, I posted an article the other day. We were talking about we can watch each other's lives on Facebook, which is very true. I have a lot of people say to me, you know, well, I am so tired. Hmm. And, I, you know, if they only knew how tired an MSer is when they experience extreme fatigue, it's like, you know, it's really hard to describe. You know, I don't want to get angry at those people, but it's, you know, like my husband will say he's tired. And, you know, I look at him and I'm like, well, I'm tired too. And I don't think he realizes the the impact uh, that MS can have with fatigue because I'm noticing a lot in my patient uh, community that fatigue is the biggest battle for a lot of MSers, you know, and I work a full-time job and, and it's just, it wears me out. I have so many people going, how do you do all the things you do? And I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just keep going, going, going. Have to. Well, you know, I've, I've had some struggles because after Mary passed away, that was just, you know, the biggest stress of all that you can get when a loved one, you know, that you've had in your life for so long passes away. And that sent me down a really, really bad time in, in my health. I had to take a couple of months off of work last year and then my cat, Goober, passed away. So mm-hmm. it was like a double whammy for me. I don't know how I pulled myself through it, but I did. And, you know, all of us MS warriors, we just, we keep fighting each day. But as your disease, illness, whatever you want to call it, progresses, it gets harder and harder to uh, to function uh, sometimes. You know, I'm noticing little things uh, like a uh, space while we're talking uh, so I can gather my words. It's the cognitive stuff that I'm having problems with. And uh, my pain has shot through the roof. I, it's just the little scary things that my doctor warned me about years ago are now happening. So it's, it's a challenge. It's, it's a a challenge Uh, right now. I'm having problems to where I'm going to have difficulty walking before too long. So, but I'm just trying, yeah, I'm just trying to stay positive. Yeah. Will you go into like a, a cane or a walker or just wheelchair right away or how will it work? Well, it's different with every one of us. Like I told you in our last interview, You know, when I wake up each day, I never know what I'm going to feel like. That's why they call it the snowflake disease is because we're all the same, but yet very different in what we experience. Now, I have a cane, which I have to use at times, which doesn't bother me because it's pretty little butterfly cane and I love it. You know, but yeah, eventually one day I'm probably going to get to the point to where I'm going to have to use a walker or I am probably going to have to be in a wheelchair. But I don't like looking that far ahead. I like living, you know, right now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Let's take a minute and let's how do I I don't want to say how do I even say this, Lori? Like um, MS Awareness Month. I don't want to call it a celebration, but it's, it's awareness, right? It's bringing awareness to what's going on. So let's take a little bit of time for people who missed our last show to just briefly talk what MS is. You're talking about snowflake disease, how it affects people differently. But what is the what is the core? What is the core of it? Well, MS is um, considered to be um, an autoimmune disorder. It is neurological. 
it's you know it damages your nerves ms is um the demyelination of your nerves around your muscles and so uh, i have a very Im- immune uh, weak immune system which a lot of ms warriors do you know i just got done being sick uh, with a little cold and it got me down for like two weeks and we're an average healthy person it would go away in like what three to five days or something but a person with MS, you know, because our immune system is a lot weaker, we tend to uh, be more susceptible to, you know, germs and stuff like that. So taking proper care of ourselves is is very necessary. But, you know, it just affects everybody differently. Like my best man friend recently got diagnosed with a form of post-chorosis and it's a big, long word, but it's called MOG. And um, he started out with having um, optic neuritis and neuropathy and pain and muscle spasms, you know, chronic fatigue, migraines, muscle spasms, like I said before, you know, it's just a wide variety of symptoms and it just, it sucks. <laughs> and then just compounded with all, all MS um, sufferers deal with fatigue, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. So it's just then your sickness, just your little sickness compounded with fatigue. and Right. Well, my sim- main symptoms is I've had chronic pain for the past 11 years that I've had MS. And it's only on my right side. It's my right arm. It's from, it's like my body is split in half, you know, right and left. And I am numb on my left and I'm in extreme pain on my right. And then I get muscle spasms a lot. I get migraines a lot. I stumble my words. I'm a huge klutz. Any MSer that's listening to this is going to relate to that because we're constantly, I drop things. um, I trip over things. um, It's, you know, I've said this in uh, multiple interviews that I've done. It is like the world's worst hangover. And the person that I heard that from was a chick out in California that has MS like I do. And she's had it for 17 years now. And she hit it dead on when she said that. Because if you've ever experienced a hangover, you know what that's like. That's what MS is. Is is that feeling all the time? Or is it just flare-ups or? Um, it, it, it varies. I have chronic pain 24-7. There's no way around that. I have mm. numbness 24-7. There's no way around that. Now, as far as... Uh, Wow, I completely forgot what you you asked. <laughs> we were um yeah, me too because I started thinking about your pain. I we let's go go into that as far like cuz I want to talk about people don't understand what an MS or fatigue is like and we don't understand uh, the pain. It it all becomes relative, doesn't it? Like people say they're as tired as they ever were, but they may not have been into your ballpark, have they, Lori? They <laughs> to know what to visit to, to the land of fatigue like like right. you have and 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 that that is it it's all relative to what your own experience is that's what this is about that, trying to understand and be compassionate for other people's struggle like we just can't even understand it because we haven't been there right i'm i'm going through a little bit of pain over the last week and it's given me just oh, a no. little bit of insight just my my arm i don't know what happened i um pulled it doing something and my shoulder just being old and they talk about scar tissue and I don't know, but it hurts. Like I just 
but it's my arm. You know, it's my arm. Right. It, it's not like my leg or my insides. But it's been a pain that I've been dealing with for the last week where you can't sleep. Oh, yes. And I'm I'm talking to another friend of mine who has um, rheumatoid arthritis bad, uh, Doughboy. And he talks about this baseline of pain that you just don't know anything different. And it just right. be- becomes part of what you are. Exactly. And it's, um, you learn to live with it. And first of all, I'm sorry to hear that you're experiencing pain. It's nothing though, Lori, nothing to what it's all relative. And I, it's just given me an insight into what, like, I've got this want this pain in the side, but it's like nothing to what other people deal with. And it's my first time in my life where I've, where my arm's not working right. Oh no. Can't lift it up high because it's sore and just things like right. that. And you, you have another appreciation. I know mine's going to get better. <laughs> I, you know, I know mine in four weeks. I'll, it won't be back to where it was, but I won't hurt anymore. And right. I, I don't know how to show compassion to you guys, or what pain is, but, um, I, I but it's making you, it's making you compassionate because it's making you understand what others are going through, you know, because there's people out there that have it worse than I do. And so when you become a compassionate person, because you have an illness or you have chronic pain, it really makes you understand people a little bit better. Like I told you before, I've learned to live with the pain that I have, but there are days where it gets so extreme and, you know, I mean, it could either make me throw up or it can make me cry or it could just put me in bed for days. And resorting back to what we were talking about fatigue, I know that there's a lot of MSers in my patient community because we have chronic fatigue that it does get them down to where they can't go anywhere. They can't socialize. They can't do anything. They can't function. And it puts them in a state of depression. You know, I've been there many of times over the past 11 years. And I think reason people can relate to me because I do my live videos and, um, you know, I do do interviews is because I'm speaking the words that they know is true. And I'm speaking the words that is going to the world, you know, hey, look, this is what we go through. Listen, you know, so that in itself keeps me going. Because- and you're so positive, Lori. People <laughs> tuning into your to your live feeds, you're laughing all the time. I mean, there's sometimes when when you can feel you're tired and angry, but you're smiling all the time. And well, not all the time, you know. No, that's I fair. That's really fair. bad days. <laughs> have you done a live feed where you have been angry and? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, haven't I've, seen one of those. I've done a couple. You know, I've done my videos for I think about two years now. And I was looking back on one of my live videos and I was ranting about law enforcement and cannabis because when I first started all of this, that was my, that was going to be my main focus. I wanted to get out there and I wanted to educate law enforcement. And then somehow when you get involved in the cannabis community and you get involved with all the logistics and everything you realize that it's law enforcement, it's the medical professionals, it is the politicians, it's everybody that is lacking the proper education on cannabis and CBD. 
so miseducation for yes you know almost coming up on a hundred years that our right. our population's been educated that it's a bad thing and it's going to take a while but we're doing it right i mean you know i never thought in my lifetime that i was ever going to see any of this stuff go on in the united states or all over the world regarding cannabis i mean did you really think that you were no. going to see see yeah, I looked. I looked out into my timeline. You know, when you can see yourself as an old person sitting there in a rocking chair, and I, I did see myself consuming illegal cannabis, but okay. no way in my middle life when I'm sitting here. It it came on pretty quick. You know, life is going on, having kids and being married and having a career go, and then whoa, all of a sudden cannabis is here. It's it's going to be legal. When did right. this happen? <laughs> What's going on in Ohio with legalization? Tell me about our East Coast, our East of the Mississippi people. Hey, Good Doers of Alaska. Tom here with Good Cannabis. Just wanted to give you a quick update on our sales. Sunday, March 10th, $35, all good gummies, 50 milligrams infused THC in 10 packs. Monday, March 11th, $27, any 2 grams good cannabis flower. Tuesday, March 12th, $35, all good cannabis half gram shatter. Wednesday, March 13th, $24, 2 gram top shelf Durban poison. Thursday, March 14th, $150, good cannabis half ounces. Friday, March 15th, $45, good cannabis eighths. Saturday, March 16th, $12, 1 gram king rolls. Sunday, March 17th, $27, good cannabis coconut oil. That's 50 milligrams, 10 servings of THC. As always, we'd like to thank Midtoker for the opportunity to let you know what's going on in our shop. We look forward to seeing you down here this week. Be good, Alaska. And Far North Tokers would like to thank Good Cannabis for sponsoring the podcast. Friday and Saturday, 10 to 11. Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 10. 356 Old Steez Highway, Fairbanks, Alaska. 907-452-5463. Good Cannabis. Here's Token. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. I've been out of the cannabis community for a little bit because I had to adjust into my new position at work and I'm finally getting back into it. And, um, you know, dispensaries are opening in Ohio, which is amazing. Medical though only, right? Is it medical now? Medical only for right now. It's progress. It's great, great progress in the state of Ohio. I... I'm enjoying the fact that I have, you know, patients up north, close friends that are MSers up north that can get that feeling of legally going into a dispensary and legally purchasing their cannabis to heal themselves now. So in a way, that is a celebration for the state of Ohio. Now, the only problem I've been having with the state of Ohio is that there's no progress being made down in my area. Because I'm down in the southern part of Ohio. I know it's slow moving, but when you compare this program to other states' programs, they just completely went off the charts wrong, in my opinion. 
But, you know, you can't really put too much negative on the fact that we have legal cannabis in the state of Ohio. You know, it's it's a progress thing. We know this. It's a slow moving program, you know, but a lot of us down here in the southern part of Ohio are getting, you know, to the point to where we're running out of patience. (laughs) Right. You know, um, I get hard. I get, I'm going to get my card here in the next week. So oh, I heard um, that. I was watching that. That's exciting too. I know. What's well, the you process know, of that in, in uh, Ohio? Well, it's um, still unfortunately way too expensive. I have been floating back and forth for a while of even getting a card because <laughs> of the price of the recommendation. How much is it? Well, where I'm going to go, it's $200 for the office visit, and then you'll have to pay $50 to the state of Ohio, and then you'll get your card. That's similar to what ours was, I think, in the beginning. I think most of it went to the state instead of your way. Most of it's going to your doctor, it looks right. seems like. Is that for a year then? That's what they did incorrectly, I think, in the state of Ohio. Because when I first got into this, you know, I heard that they weren't going to have the program set up to where they had what's called pot docs in the state of Ohio. But unfortunately, it flipped like that. There's a lot of doctors, which is cool that, you know, have taken the required credits that they need to be able to recommend. But I just I think they're charging too much. You know, I've had patients in my community made that have sold stuff you know, belongings of theirs and even a car to be able to afford a recommendation. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I understand the $50 to the state to get your card. I think that's all you should have to pay. Yeah, I kind of of agree with that. $50 to $100 or something to the state to get your card. And I think that they should have had it to where you can go to your regular physician and get a recommendation from your regular physician instead of having to go to you know, a pot doc and pay anywhere from two to $400 for a recommendation. Right. It just sets up another layer of bureaucracy where the doctors are having to pay to get their certification and having to take a class and then the class is being paid for. And it's just, it's too, too many people getting their hands in there for. Oh, I know. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that because, um, you know, I've had a lot of people in the past three years that, I've really, really dove into this stuff. It's hard for me to keep track of how many years I've been doing stuff because of my MS. So for the past few years that I've been doing this, you see people that are just out there to make a name for themselves and make a crap ton of money, and that's it. But what's that doing for the patients? That's not doing a damn thing for the patients. So I think that's what got me angry enough to the level to where I started my live videos and I started doing interviews and I started, you know, traveling to conferences and stuff because I wanted to see if there really was people out there that really legitimately cared about the patients. And there is, there's a ton of them, a ton. And I'm thankful that they're in my life, but the greedy people, I, you know, it, that's just anywhere you go. It's a shame and unfortunate that it has to be like that. It is what it is. It sure is. It's human nature and we yeah. just have to find the, the proper circle to surround yourself with. And hopefully human nature doesn't bubble itself up. Agreed. Agreed. You know, and I've met some fantastic people, you know, since I put myself on the public. 
The North Bowl Refiner is here to provide Alaska with the finest quality CBD available in the market today. They carry a wide range of CBD, oils, tinctures, capsules, edibles, lotion, bath bombs, vape pens, pet tincture, and isolate. The North Bowl Refiner is a distributor to these fine locations. Smoking Deals in Fairbanks and Kenai, Nature's Relief, Grass Station 49, Airport Way, Wishful Things, and Chena Hot Springs locations, Denali's Cannabis Cash, Uncle Herbs in Homer and Anchorage, The Frost Farm, Alaskan Blooms in Fairbanks, Green Hearted Goodness in Healy, AK Relief, and Frontier CBDs both in Anchorage and Alaskan Dog Works. Check them out at www.thenorthbowlrefinery.com. The North Bowl Refinery, quality CBD in Alaska. China Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway, between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're gonna love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. Special in-house strains, fine flower strains, chocolate, sourdough, blue kush, big smooth, purple OG kush, fruity pebbles, mmm, concentrates, by good cannabis, good titrations, Edibles by AK Frost and the Good Cannabis Gummies. Head on over to Chena Cannabis. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday, noon till 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis. Your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. As you know, um, I have a, a ton of shirts here that, thanks to Advanced Nutrients, you know, sent me to be able to start a home business, you know, sell some shirts and raise awareness for multiple sclerosis and cannabis, which I never expected that in my wildest dreams. Here, before too long, I'm going to get my shirts, you know, out there so that I can have a little home-based business because that's just been my goal for a while. I love my job and I hate my job at the same time because I've been there for five years, but it's just putting too much wear and tear on my body that it's time for me to go a new direction. Nice. Well, what is your job? What have you been doing? Um, I actually work in the printing industry, you know, newspapers oh, and wow. stuff like that. And it's very fast paced yeah. and very stressful. <laughs> Has your employer been accommodating? Well, you know, yeah, for my MS, mm -hmm. yeah. They know nothing about my personal life, my life outside of work. Um, if they did, I wouldn't have any problem, you know, sharing my story with them. But I just go to work and I come home. Gotcha. You know, yeah. and, but as far as my MS, yes, they are very understanding and very accommodating there. They're very understanding when I have a relapse and I have to take off work. So, yeah, that's I think that's part of the reason why I've stuck around there for so many years. Yeah, it's just but you're feeling it's time for um, slowing it down even more. Yeah, a new direction, because, you know, I have a 40 minute drive to and from work every day. 
And so oh. that's getting on my nerve. And oh yeah, it, it's it's a long track from where I live, but I've stepped into a new position. So it's kind of sent me back a little bit on my home-based business goal, but I'm still going to do it. It's just a matter of when. Is your home-based business started yet? Can people start um, accessing it? Well, you know, a lot of my shirts to a lot of close friends and and patients, you know, that I know, and I've sold some. I have my website that is still under construction that I need to finish. So yeah, my my long-term goal is to, you know, have these shirts on my website, on Facebook, on Instagram, if anybody wants to purchase them, and to support multiple sclerosis. Because ever since I've been doing this, Mid, it's been so eye-opening to so many people about multiple sclerosis because they knew nothing about it. No. Nothing. Yeah, I, I didn't, other than knowing that uh, Misha had it. That's it. I didn't knew she right. had it. I didn't. I knew she needed to Misha. take off a oh few days, God. but that's it. Yeah. Well, you know, I went to Portland last year uh, at for the Cannabis Science Conference, and I met Misha in person, and I met Kenny and his wife, and Kenny and Misha and I all have multiple sclerosis, and you know, it was literally the most amazing trip I've ever had besides when I went to Amsterdam. But it's nice to be around people that have the same illness as I do because you don't feel as alone. It was the most amazing. Misha is just, I love her so very much. <laughs> she is just an amazing woman. She's an amazing woman. There's a joke here, Lori. I, I'll have to work on it. Maybe you can help me finish it. Three MSers go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys go let's see you guys went um, to um i went to spencery hopping yes. so did any of you get tired during that time or was it were you guys um, like super boosted to be all around each other like how'd that go yeah i think it was just the really really you know highest adrenaline all of us had because it was so exciting that we were all together right. and it was so exciting, you know, that we could talk about MS and it was so exciting that we could go to the conference and the conference was amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. I'm going to the one in Maryland in April, so be sure to look out for that. What's it called? <laughs> What's the conference called? It's the Cannabis Science Conference. Cannabis Science Conference. Nice. Yes, sir. And Joshua Krosny, he's um, a fantastic man, and he's the one that puts on these conferences. And um, they're just, they're absolutely fantastic. So if you ever get the chance to go, please go. Um, he has, you know, world-renowned physicians, you know, nurses, authors, you know, anybody that is very, very science-oriented. And as you said earlier, there's a lot of geek in all of us. This is the conference for you because, I mean, it's just, there's so many different classes that you can go to. There's so many wonderful speakers that you can listen to. There's so many, you know, exhibits that you can see. It was just an amazing time. But resorting back to your question, I don't think any of us got tired mm -hmm. because we were just so happy to be around each right. other. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you guys are all were shielding each other by being together. <laughs> right. Right. And it was just, it was the best three days of my life because when you go out to a recreational state and you see cannabis shops just in the city, anywhere, you know, like you would a bar, 
it's so amazing because it meshes so well. It's like nobody cares. No. Nobody cares that there's a marijuana shop in their city out, out west. You know, you have a vibe of, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. It's total freedom. And it was just an amazing experience. The dispensaries that Kenny and his wife took us to were fantastic. I had the best cannabis out there in Portland, Oregon. I mean, it was, I had the best edibles out there. I had the best time period. It was amazing. I want to do it again. (laughs) It is. Cannabis vacations are a wonderful thing for the cannabis enthusiast. Seeing how the other states do it. (laughs) (laughs) Dab Lab AK, winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop. And there's no doubt as to why. High quality, American-made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting with competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm going to let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest quality glass that you're going to find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road. That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. Backtrack provided by Alaska Red, Lyrical Sticker. Apothecary CBD Superstore located in downtown Fairbanks. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore located downtown Fairbanks provides families, people, and pets with a wide variety of products from Mother Nature. We carry brands like Renew, Green Roads, Creating Better Days, CBD Plus Oil, and Select. Aurora Apothecary, 2nd Avenue, Fairbanks. Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. 456 Hemp. That's 456-4367. Aurora Apothecary, your CBD superstore for pets and people. Have a wonderful day. My friend Joan up north in Ohio, she was the first patient in Ohio that was legally purchasing cannabis in a uh, dispensary. And you know what? She's also an MSer. And she looked freaking fabulous because she was wearing the shirt that I sent her. And, you know, I cried when I saw her that day in the pictures and in the articles. Because to me, an MSer, an MSer that was the first patient in Ohio to legally buy cannabis, do you know how important that is? Huge. I mean, that's just so important. I really appreciate a lot of a lot of the states that I Alaska also has been medical patients. A lot of the stores, retail stores that open up, a lot of their first sales going to medical patients. And I, I like that. Appreciate that. Nice. Nice. Well, you know, and it, I've had a lot of people ask me over the past year, well, are you against recreational? No, I'm not against recreational at all. You know, but I do think that the patients need to come first. Right. Reason being is, is because, like I told you earlier, there's people out there that's worse off than I am that have cancer and that are in dire need of 
RSO. You know, I know a lot of people call cannabis a cure, and that's great. If it's curing them, if they are feeling better from it, that's amazing. I mean, what more proof does a government need? You know, basically all of us human beings that have used cannabis all these years, mid, we have been the guinea pigs. We are here to say, look, we've done it all this time. There's nothing wrong. Now let's just get to the point to where we can have more research done about it. We can get something done about it federally. Because I think federally would be the big, big milestone in history. Oh, it's going to happen. You've got Mexico legalizing, Canada legalizing. We're the uh, prohibitionist meat in the legalization sandwich right now. Right. You know, and I think people are starting to realize that just because a person smokes weed or, you know, cannabis, whatever you want to call it, that they're not a bad person. And we're functioning adults. We have jobs. We have kids. We have pets. We're normal people. We just happen to be people that are loudmouths and go, hey, there's nothing wrong with this. Just get stuff done about it to where, you know, the laws don't have to be so harsh. Yeah. How's the black market? Black market lives matter. Existing up there in Ohio now that you've got. You've got this quasi-legalization going on. You know, you do have medical market going, but then you have medical patients that are probably buying it and then selling it to their friends. Right. So you have that going on. Right. You have all the black market growers that used to exist. What's the talk of, is there any talk of black market in Ohio now? Well, as far as I'm aware, the black market is thriving right now. Yeah, it makes it and, easier, doesn't uh, it, when the, when the legal market yeah, comes in? Yeah, it does. Because I don't know if you have seen the prices that the dispensaries here in Ohio are charging. It's ludicrous. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous what they are charging. I understand it's all about supply and demand. You know, It's also about those first dispensaries opening and going, they can make a lot of money early. And then all the other ones come in and then they can drop the prices down. But yeah, it's... I agree with you. They're definitely the beginning retails of any state are going to make some serious cash. Right. And it's got, you know, people pissed off. How much is an ounce I mean, or how much is like an eighth there? What's a, a black market? No, or uh, at the retail. Yeah. Okay. Up there at one dispensary, I know that they charge by the gram up there. And I believe it was like 17 to $20 a gram. Yeah. We still but see that here. I, I mean, that. Not, and that's the lowest you can get, 17 to 20? Well, I know an ounce here at the dispensaries is like four or $500. Oh, yeah. That was beginning us, too. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. But that's kind of what it was. I mean, I've that's kind of black market prices. Before we had a legal market, you were spending 400 for an ounce in places I was. I hated it. But, ugh. Right. Well, there's also, I think it makes patients feel a little bit better being in a legal state now because there are dispensaries open because sometimes on the black market you don't know what you're getting yeah 100% safety right it's nice to have that choice going into a dispensary of hey you know I've got insomnia I need something to help me with my insomnia you know you can't really go sometimes to your local black market guy and go hey what do you got for insomnia right yeah, that that is so true. I I am loving knowing what I'm consuming. If I want a sativa, if I want an indica, if I want that hybrid, I think that was one of the things 
in a black market when I didn't know when I was buying what my guy had. I would get home and maybe try to couch lock myself and not even know I've got a sativa and be smoking all night and be all skitched out trying to fall asleep and Jimmy legs going. And right. So, you know, I will I'll always support my local black market grower. Black market lives matter. Because, you know, the people that I know in my network, they have years of experience of growing. So I know what I'm getting. It's just before, like you said, I didn't either. When I would go and get something, I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, I'm sitting here mm-hmm. and I'm right. like, you want to be moving around. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm with you. Right. I, I, and, and just going, um, Hey, I, I need some money. I, I've got some money. I need some herb. I'm going to go in, spend five minutes walking in this store, giving my money, walk out. I'm not talk, talking to your girlfriend right. for an hour. I'm not talking to your boyfriend. not talking, not entertaining right. your kid while you go and weigh up something in the back. <laughs> you know, all. <laughs> well, you know, and that was, um, you know, that's going to be an experience for me when I get my card and, you know, I'll be able to go to a dispensary here in Ohio. I know they just opened another another one, I believe, which is the ninth dispensary that's going to open in Ohio, which is 65 miles from Columbus. So that's kind of, you know, it's getting closer to me, you know, so that's kind of why I'm anxious to get my card. So I want to be able to you know, have the patient's experience what I'm going through, I guess. The right, process card, of all card this. legitimizes some things. It There's no doubt yes. that you have MS. There's no doubt that you're using cannabis right. to help you with MS. But having that card, right. one, if you get caught with cannabis, it's going to help you. It's a, a, a safeguard against it, you know, somewhat, you know, it's going to be easier. And it legitimizes yeah. a medical market. So there's definitely a place for it. Correct. Any talk about um, losing Second Amendment rights there in in Ohio with medical cards? Well, yes, that was what was going to almost stop me from getting a card is because I have a CCW. And here in Ohio, if you're a medical patient, you have to give up your gun rights, which I don't. Right, which I don't agree with. So I that's don't like agree set up with in at your all. walls that um, if you get a card, you have to actively give up your concealed. Wow. Pretty much. Yeah, Alaska's a little different because we've got some serious I privacy know. law. We don't even have to have a permit to carry concealed. So it, it doesn't affect us oh, wow. um, as much. But that's interesting that you've got to actually, you've got to sign because they've got it all in in the state's paperwork, right? So if you're getting a medical card, it pops up that you've got your concealed carry so. permit. Right. I believe so. Because, like, you know, you'll see the process because I'll be doing live videos and stuff. When I go to my appointment, I'm going to see if maybe, you know, they'll do a live video. Let me do a live video possibly. there in the office, yeah, possibly. And have someone that'll do it. Yeah, possibly. You know, I'm curious to see the paperwork I'm going to have to sign. I'm curious to see, you know, how it's all going to be. I've had patients tell me this is what it's like a little bit. You have to fill out paperwork and all this kind of stuff. So that's still a work in progress. But I'm sure it might stay in there. Well, you got to give up your CCW if you have one. I don't know. Like I told you, I've been out of the cannabis stuff for a little bit. Things could have changed on that end. But as far as I know, I I believe that you can't have a CCW if 
you're a medical Definitely patient. Definitely keep us posted Ireland. on that aspect. I, w- I want to know about that. And we have I sure will. the I- that okay. is a huge constitutional issue. It hasn't been tested yet. So the, right. the first time it gets tested, right. I, I, just my understanding of just rights and the Bill of Rights and Constitution, you're, you can't give up your rights. You, you can't give them up. You can't you can't say that I no longer right. have a right to um, free speech. Right. Well, here's my question. You know, they don't do that to people that go and buy alcohol. They don't do that to patients that go to a pain clinic and have to get medication. Do they tell them, oh, well, you have to give up your CCW in order to do this? No. So why are they making it so hard on us cannabis users? There's definitely theories and conspiracy. We can go that far as to say that the whole legalization of cannabis is to clamp down on gun rights because it affects so many people. And right. then it's just another piece of um, if you're a policymaker that wants to get rid of guns, it gets rid of guns. It, it's definitely right. a piece that drops that. So right. see how that goes. That's something to follow. Well, oh, yes, definitely. I would definitely keep you know, updated on, on all of that. I'm anxious to see how, you know, the process is going to go with me getting my card because it's just time. It just so amazingly coincides with multiple sclerosis awareness. For some reason, we our collective consciousness bubble up together at this time. So I think it's amazing. And, you know, why we're on here, I want to give shout out to a friend of mine uh, who shall remain nameless. But because of her and her edibles, I have gotten off my pain medication completely. Complete. You're gone from pain medication. Yeah. So you're the first one to know. (laughs) So wait a minute. Okay. Lord, Lord, Lord. We're talking. We were just talking uh, earlier. We're talking about my pain. And I tried to, I I had a couple edibles that I've tried. Some friends gave me and it kind of made me go to sleep. And it really helped me with sleep because I didn't, you know, it didn't, it knocked me out for sleep time. But I've also seen a meme. It was a poppy plant talking to a uh, cannabis plant. And the poppy plant was kind of looking at it and saying how cute cannabis is talking about pain. And the poppy's like, let me talk to you about pain. So all the levels of pain, it's, it's super encouraging and uh, to hear that you're saying that, and I hear it all the time, that people are dropping pain meds right. for cannabis. And, and Yeah, and uh, it's been a struggle for me because I've been on my pain medication for, let's see, I want to say about eight or nine years. I've been on Percocets and opioids. I finally, oh yes. and. And finally, a couple of months ago, I told my doctor, I said, let's drop the milligrams. And so we dropped the milligrams. And I noticed that I was taking less and less and less. And then I just so thankfully got hooked up with this wonderful chick. And she knows her stuff. And she makes the most amazing edibles. And so for the past two weeks, I have been pain medication free. Wow. What is, what is your regimen for edibles? What are you doing? 
I get up in the morning and I microdose. I've microdosed for a long time. And um, like I said in our last interview, I'm pretty sure I've always been a fan of edibles. I always will be because that's what manages, for some reason, it manages my MS specifically. It may not everybody else's, but it does mine. And so I get up in the morning and I'll eat a little caramel and it'll get me through until lunch. Is there any milligrams did you, are you, does the person make them know about how many milligrams they're intending them to be? I believe so. Um, I'm going to, now I got so excited, mind you, I probably haven't asked her. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, because when I first tried them, I was like, wow, and well, these are different. These are really good, you know? And so I just microdose like I normally do. But that could and be like I a just hundred milligram caramel or it could be a five milligram <laughs> well see to me it's all about getting my pain levels because when i wake up in the morning no matter what day it is i start out at a level of a 10 on my pain scale uh, and so okay Lori, immediately let's stop here let's examine that too okay Are you consuming today? Have you been just in edibles? Are you smoking today? I am. Yes, sir, I am. <laughs> what are you talking on? Well, it's Saturday, so um, I have these amazing mints that I had one this morning, and the edible chick that I was telling you about made this amazing tincture, and um, I'm actually going to keep progress of how I'm going to do on this tincture. And I got up this morning and I took about a half a vial of it and it gave me the most amazing energy boost and it mm. shot my pain down to a five for the day. So I'm happy with that. Happy. So you're, you're completely on edibles now. You're not even, you're not uh, smoking anymore. I smoke sometimes, but not very often. So it's either I'm doing a tincture or I'm eating edibles. Um, I would like to get into seeing what the benefits of juicing cannabis is about. Mm. Yeah. Have you juiced cannabis before? No. Would you? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, because it's like a new thing to me too. I, I'm actually getting into more research about it. The actual benefits of juicing cannabis. Um, so that's just taking raw into cannabis like, and just putting it in the, so you yeah. wouldn't be decarboxylated or anything, but it would just be taking the just the whole thing, right? Your guess is as good as mine because I haven't dove into any research about it, but I've heard about it. I've heard about the amazing anti-inflammatory benefits of it. So, oh. um, yeah, nice. I would really like to get more into that. Well, I'm hitting on some super lemon haze here from my buddy Birchie. So I'm going to take a hit of there and then nice. we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> super lemon haze was my first legal strain I ever bought. So it has a little special place in my heart. You know what, and you're going to make me cry, but that was my bestesses. That was her favorite strain besides White Widow. No kidding. She would smoke on Super Lemon Haze, Amnesia, and um, White Widow a lot. And yeah. So, yay. It's She's with us. <laughs> it's awesome how things uh, come together like that. Just, yeah, connections.
this scale of a one to 10 pain, I was asked that, you know, I went into the doctor's office and they're talking about my arm and they're like, so on a scale of one to 10, what's your pain? And my initial thought is, okay, zero, I'm feeling fine, hundred percent. 10, what, what is 10? Like 10 to me was like my arms cut off or something and I'm screaming um, and I, oh yeah. so I, I answer six. Okay. So I don't know how, so you say you wake up every day, every day. At, at a 10. Yeah. And it's a struggle to get out of bed. How it is, is that? What is that 10 to you? Uh, to me, it's like I said, my arms cut off or something. It, are you, um, are you crying have you ever, every morning? Have, have you ever broken uh, like a bone in your body? Have you ever broken your arm or your leg or anything or your no, finger or I, anything like that? I broke okay. a finger in football, but it was, I think it was, I didn't even feel anything because my hand was all swollen up, just not even, you know, I adrenaline stuff. I will tell you a good way to just, a good way to describe this is I remember when I was growing up, my brother accidentally slammed my fingers in the car door. Oh, yeah. And. That was the most excruciating pain I've ever felt in my life besides, you know, I was riding my bike down the road one day and went headfirst into the cement and broke my nose in different spots and uh, split my face open. If you could think of like any kind of breaking of a bone or, you know, trauma to your fingers or, you know, your toes or anything. It's really, really hard to describe the I 10 that I feel every day because I'm so used to it, but I just have to get up and I have to either cry for a little bit and carry on. <sighs> Here's a hug for you, Lori, through the, through the internet. <laughs> have you ever had the odds stand up so high? You need a strength most don't possess. Or has it ever come down to do or die? You got to rise above the rest. I have to have fun in spite of having MS. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, I get, I've gotten so used to it. I mean, the day I got died, well, the day I went to the hospital for MS was my worst pain level day. They kept giving me IV narcotics to try to knock me out. It wouldn't do anything. I was screaming. My mom was there. My ex-boyfriend was there at the time. I was screaming. I was crying because I was in so much pain. And I couldn't walk. And it was all on my right side. And they kept giving me drug after drug after drug. And nothing was working. And I, they didn't know what to do. <laughs> that was when you were diagnosed? <laughs> that was when I first came down with MS, yeah. Um, and for the next, the C it happened September of 08 and then I got diagnosed in December of 08 and within those few months it was pure torture I mean it was just torture the physical therapy I had to do the pain I was in the steroids that I had to you know deal with and you know it's just looking back on all that now makes me realize gosh what a scary 11 years I've had. <laughs> is, is that where some of the pain gets ratcheted up in the beginning that you, the reason you're screaming, you don't know what it is? Like you just, it's so unfamiliar? Right. Well, it's like all my muscles were just so rigid and so tight 
And it was just a shooting pain and a stabbing pain. Um, constant. It was not, not throbbing, yeah. just constant. I mean, it was throbbing a little bit, but yeah, it was just constant. And it was in my muscles. And it's like, I just wanted to reach inside and rip my muscles out so that the pain would stop. That's what I feel like sometimes to this day. I, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's hard to describe, I guess. No, um, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I've had mouth pain uh, okay. like right before okay. like root canals and stuff. And, and just feeling like, I, I don't even want to say it, but just, you, you know, just not wanting to go on. Like, right. So... What, what keeps it is just so there's got, oh man, Lori, the pain has got to be so much for some people. They just don't want it anymore. Can't do it anymore. Do you? Well, you know, I, I don't like thinking like that. Reason being is, is because through my battles of depression over the, the past 11 years, you know, I've gotten to those points where I'm so sad and I'm just like, how can I possibly keep doing this for the rest of my fucking life. This is just yeah. pure hell, you know, but something inside of me and I can credit this to my father for some reason, something inside of me always makes me think of my dad because he never gave up no matter what he was doing in life, what he went through in life. And I always learned that from my dad. And so, you know, in order for me to get up and, and keep doing what I'm doing every day, I think of my dad. Hmm. That's what helps me. <laughs> it's just, I know, it's just, you know, the little things, you know. And then I remember how much my best friend Mary went through before she passed away. She went through some hardcore shit with her pancreatic cancer. And, you know, that right there is another example for me not to give up. Yeah, you just you see other warriors doing it, and you want to do it for them too, huh? Yeah. And then for every because yeah. you're you're an, you are Mary, and you are your dad to so many people, also, aren't you? I think so because Mary had the loud mouth <laughs> and the brutal truth, and my dad was just you know he was Superman to me. So I always saw how hard he worked, you know, how much he just kept going for my mom and my brother and myself. And he just fought through anything. I wanted to be like my dad, and now I am. Yeah, what a what a tribute! I hope I don't. Even, I can only hope that I do as good a job with my kids that my kids feel that way. Oh, you will, <laughs> you will, man. You're a fantastic guy, you know. And I applaud you actually for doing what you're doing with your podcast because you know when your kids grow up. And they come into their own independence and their own personalities. They're going to go, wow, that was my dad. That's my dad. My dad is badass. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's a piece of that. I Ten years ago, examining life and looking and wondering, seeing our country go down a bad path and kids right. looking to me and say, dad, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do to try to stop this to to help right well you know i really really do appreciate the fact that somehow we've connected yeah, me too. and that you're so focused on getting the word out about cannabis and you're willing to talk to patients and stuff you know i've listened to every single one of your podcasts <laughs> really yeah uh, <laughs> 
That's a because I'm right allowed there. to wear earphones. Yeah, I'm allowed to wear earphones at my work. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm not listening to music, I'm listening to podcasts. But there was one per- uh, particular guy that I listened to that you talked with him for well over an hour. And you guys were just so amazing. And I was like, damn, I wish I was there smoking a joint with y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the power of some some of the shows we have where it does feel like you're sitting in there and you don't have to talk to anybody. You can just sit there and listen. Right. And it, it right. does. It feels like you're in the room. It does. It does. You know, so Until you want to talk appreci- to us. <laughs> and we're saying stupid stuff. Right. <laughs> I, I love fact that you do podcasting you know you smoke while you're doing your podcast and stuff because you know even though that there's always that stigma that stoners are stupid or stoners are lazy you know and we're not i mean yeah we do it for medical reasons for okay if we want to get better sleep or something if you want to call that being lazy go ahead but I just love the fact that you sit around and you talk to people and you get the word out. Yeah, it's so a thank fun you. time. I, 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 I'm blessed to be here in that situation to, to, yeah. to have offered up an opportunity for people to come on and share their stories. And it's been a blast. I get to walk with giants and you are one of them, Lori. <laughs> Well, thank you. You know, I I have a lot of people looking at me, you know, as being a, a voice for cannabis for MS. And that's fine. You know, I'm not in this to make a name for myself. I'm, you know, I try to make that perfectly clear to everybody. If I can help just one or two people, that's great. I had to have somebody point out to me, well, you've got a huge following. I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm a sociable kind of person, but I don't know what that is. And then I, you know, started to realize what that is. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, that means that people are paying attention. Mm-hmm. If I've got the personality to get on camera and do live videos or do interviews to help educate people, then I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And what a positive ambassador for cannabis, MS, for humans you are. Well, thank you. You know, I just, I, I love spreading kindness and I want others to spread kindness to others because, you know, I don't like reading a lot of negative stuff. Um, you know, my husband and I have had our ins and outs about negative stuff because I've always, when you have a chronic illness mid, the only way to truly find comfort with yourself is to keep a positive attitude And that's what I try to do all the time. But I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm going to have really bad days and I'm going to be a bitch, you know, but I have reason to because nobody knows what MS is until they get it. Right. Yeah. Any current projects you have going on now? Like you you got your business getting ready to start and you're just doing all your your Facebook live. Um, So you're just going to keep on keeping on, right? Right. You know, um, speaking of Facebook lives, after we get done with this, I'm going to recharge my phone and I'm going to do a Facebook live because I want to give away a T-shirt. You know, I love giving to patients and stuff. But my next project is getting my home based business going. 
because, um, like I told you earlier, my MS body is getting worse, unfortunately. So I know with what I have researched about MS and what I have lived through with MS that it is going to get worse. There's no way around it. And I have so much to do still. And no matter what shape I'm in, I'm still going to do it. But I have more energy to fight now, I think, is because of cannabis and CBD and not being on all those stupid freaking pills. It's almost like I'm I'm more awake in life than I ever have been. That's amazing. And I mean, I, just that you're off the I pain know. pills and the, you I talk know. about being a 10, register a 10 no. on pain and then to not be taking your right. standard regimen of pills. It's amazing, Lord. Well, I didn't want to tell anybody until it was an actual 14 days. Mm. And tomorrow it'll be 14 days. So it's a wonderful feeling. It is. Because that just means that I truly do have one more pharmaceutical to get off of, which is my Ambien. So that is the biggest reason why I'm getting my card so I can go to dispensaries so I can find something that's really going to help me sleep. And that's what I was going to say. The Ambien's the sleep one, right? Yeah, unfortunately, because most of my pain is at night. And, and you, you know, sleep. I don't sleep good. Yeah, I don't sleep good at all. I mean, like, at all, unless I'm working myself ragged and I'm going through a bout of fatigue. I will come home and I will just collapse. When I was sick here recently with just a, a little cold, I got some good sleep. But most of the time, I'm just, I'm not sleeping good. There's got to be something out there in the cannabis world that's going to help me with that. The last time we talked, and I, I talked to you this week on through Facebook, but you had said it changed. But the last time we talked, you were using any cheese strain to help you with sleep. Right. That's no longer happening, you said, right? What did, have you okay. have you found anything that you, because I've got a couple recommendations I'll give you after Okay, well, go ahead with your recommendation. Okay. Like like you said, all cannabis affects different people. But Differently, the right. Okay. Granddaddy Purple. That, okay. Uh, that is the one strain for me that has knocked me out. Like, really? To the point where my eyes are closing. Like I, I've, oh, nice. <laughs> and I really can appreciate that point where you try to lay down and um, I don't normally have too much trouble sleeping, so I'm not in that issue. But so granddaddy purple and any nine pound hammer, nine pound hammer with okay. sleep and uh, pain, too. Those are the two that I found. And there's just so many strains. It's just awesome going. In. Oh, I know. I know. And there's, you know, I, there's a lot about the terpenes and stuff, too, that really benefits people. And when I posted that about insomnia, there were so many people saying nine pound hammer. And I don't know if any of the cultivators in the state of Ohio are going to be growing that specific. I'm strain. sure it's a pretty, pretty standard, pretty uh, okay. familiar strain. It's a great one. Okay. Yeah, that's like my biggest, besides pain, uh, my biggest symptom is insomnia. Because if I didn't take Ambien, I would just be up. I would get like two hours of sleep a night. I mean, that was the way it was for years before I got diagnosed with a mess. I mean, it was just, you can't function. 
I need and deserve that sleep. <laughs> the human experience needs sleep. It's just, we, yeah, with pain, you just never get in there, do you? It just, something reminds but, you, you know, that oh, I'm still human. I can't go escape. Right. You know, and I don't, you know, I have to remind my husband sometimes because he's one of those type of sleepers that he can fall asleep within like 30 seconds hmm. and be snoring. And I'm like, gosh, that is just like heaven. Me, it takes like 700 positions and, you know, getting up and down and stuff sometimes. Well, there's so many nights through the week that I'm up in the middle of the night, even after taking an Ambien, I'm up in the middle of the night reading articles for two or three hours and then I go back to bed and he never knows it. <laughs> Are you taking an edible at night too? Or is it just during the day? Well, you know what? It's so weird is that a lot of the edibles don't affect me like that hmm. for some reason. I don't know why. Um, they don't make me sleepy. They give me energy and they take my pain away and they help my muscle spasms. They help to relax me. They don't put me in a deep sleep, as we were saying. They don't give me that type of feeling. They give me the more energetic feeling. Maybe that's part of the microdosing. Maybe at night, right. maybe at it nighttime, try a super dose. It could be. Um, I've had people tell me that they're like, well, you know, double your dose at night with your edible and see if maybe that would help. Mm -hmm. So with the new edibles that I have, yes, I'm going to try that because I, I just, I'm so tired of taking Ambien. It's ridiculous. Right. Are there side effects to Ambien? I haven't had any, okay. but I've mm -hmm. had friends in my past that have gotten up and ended up outside their homes, um, made weird phone calls in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, um, yes, yes, I have heard. Our, uh, one of our local officials, he was taking Ambien and ran, got got charged with DUI for that, yeah. Ran into a oh, light pole, and pulled the light pole down the street and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, he was taking Ambien. I remember about that, interesting. Oh my God. Now, see, I had a friend like that too. Um, they would wake up in the middle of the night after taking their Ambien and they would eat everything out of their refrigerator. It would give them like the worst munchies ever. <laughs> so it, yeah, it affects people differently. I thankfully haven't had any side effects. It just, I mean, it'll put me to sleep. I'll sleep good for like two to three hours and then I'm up or I'm tossing and turning. So it doesn't give me the effect of, oh, you're going to take this pill and you're going to sleep for like eight or nine hours. No, it doesn't do that. Are you looking to list or searching for your perfect property? Well, contact Matt Wade at Century 21 Gold Rush, community member for over 20 years, helping you through the real estate buying and selling process. Matt Wade, C21 at gmail.com. M-A-T-W-A-D-E-C-2-1 at gmail.com. 907-978-0127. Helping you through the process. Matt Wade, Century 21 Gold Rush. We're definitely going to find you on Facebook Live. If people want to see more of you, you're, you're putting out, is there a certain time that you hit or are you just like, I'm going live and I do it now? Do you try to hit a certain time? Right, and my edible kicked in, so you're gonna have to bear it. Nice, <laughs> that's great when you can feel it kick in. I, I like that. How do you know it's it kicked in? How do you? What? What do you? 
What do you notice? Um, my muscles relaxed because mm. I came out here to the garage to smoke cigarette and I sat down and I just felt my muscles just go completely relaxed. And when I feel that feeling, I know that that edible is kicked in. Yes, I, mine is my eyes. I'll sit there and oh, okay. I'll just be sitting there and it usually takes me two, three hours. And then all of a sudden I realize my eyes aren't opening as much as they <laughs> should. <laughs> Well, see, and that's what a lot of people don't realize about edibles either is because they'll eat it and they'll be like, oh, well, 30 minutes has gone by or an hour has gone by and I don't feel anything. So they'll eat more. And then two or three hours later, they're completely roasted and they're like, oh, man, I shouldn't have eaten that much. So that's why I've learned to microdose. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely an experiment and you find your thing. It takes a while for it to hit me. People are hitting early, and I'm just like, I'll I'll be catching you guys in a little bit. Well, I think it's because I've built such a tolerance to them that some edibles will kick in within 30 minutes on me. And then some edibles, like you said, will take anywhere from two to three hours to hit that high peak. But, you know, I've had a lot of patients message me, oh, my gosh, I just ate too much edible. I'm freaking out. I'm like, well, do you have any CBD? Take some CBD because that will bring you down a little bit. And they do, and they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I just read an article about that yesterday. There's there's some interesting science about how CBD and THC works together. Right. And it's the entourage effect. That sure. is the effect that I love in the world. So where were we going before I sort of chanced off about the animals? No, when you sat down, we were just getting ready to talk. I want to find out how people find you on Facebook. First of all, they find you by Lori Callahan, Lori, L-O-R-R-I-E, Callahan, C-A-L-L-A-H-A-N. Yes, sir. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm kind of getting the gist of it. Instagram and Facebook is my two main social media platforms, I guess, for like videos. Is there a certain time you you launch them or it's just whenever Um, you're feeling it? here, Here lately, I've just been randomly popping up on my live videos. There for a long time, I was, you know, announcing, hey, I'm going to go live at this time. So I'm going to try to get back into that routine Um, when I just pop up. You know, I'll sit there for a lot longer. I've noticed talking when I just pop up. Um, There's times where, yeah. And so it's just, I'm going to try to get back into that routine. But right now it's just, you never know when you're going to see me live. It's just random. (laughs) Nice. Well, that's kind of fun too. You pop up and it's like, hey, Lori's coming on. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, and a lot of people don't have their notifications set. And there's a lot of people that do. You know, it's nice to have people tuning in because I'm getting more to the point where I interact with people a lot and stuff on my live videos. I don't want to be so monotone, you know, to where I'm just talking about what I want to talk about. You know, that's very selfish in my opinion. So I've changed myself a little bit on my live videos. I've gotten a little bit, a lot more comfortable, I would say, doing my live videos. For the past couple of months, because I've had to take a break because of my new position at work, I've gotten, I have slacked off on my videos, but things are getting better now. So I'm going to get back into them. You were saying you're going to be doing a giveaway here for your shirt 
and I'll thank you. Sure, I, am. I won what uh Queen Queen City. What is it? Queen, Queen City. Yeah. Yes. Queen City Hemp. I I won on one of your Facebook lives. I won a did a jar uh, uh, a vial of it or whatever. What uh, right? I don't know. I don't know which. What do you call it? I know. Now I need to send you a couple of shirts. Yes. Send me a shirt. Yeah. With, with this, I will. That, um, that tincture, it was a tincture. and It was. Oil. Queen City, I'm still on it to this day. What did you think of it? Did you try it? My, my wife did. It was the first, her first introduction to CBD. And, okay. You know, when she wasn't taking it and she was a little leery about getting involved with it. But then when we got the one for free. It's like okay, right. um, here, try it out. And right. she, from that point on, from that time, that and that was that was a long, I don't know, close to a year ago. Yeah, it was last year. Some, I guess. And she's been taking CBD huh. for the whole since then. We started. Made that is fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's. I, I agree. It, so just through your giveaway, it oh. prompted us to start using it regularly because we got that one, you know, got that one to start off and get the introduction to it. Well, good. Yeah, so that was awesome. So thank you for that. And I'm going to be looking for your Facebook live video. You said you're doing one today? I am. Hopefully I'll catch so, that. And you're very welcome to that. I'm going to send you some shirts and I'm going to send you a couple of CBD seltzers too. Ooh, so, nice. yeah. All right, Lori, it's been great talking with you always. And I... um. I can't believe it's been a year because it feels like I know. like it happened. Me either. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mid. Anytime you want to come on and if you've got something big to share or something, we can always do even small segments, you know, just little stuff here and there. Okay. But, no, I, I love talking to you and um, I love knowing you and I've, I I feel for you and I hope you, I hope things, I don't know, just keep on well, keeping on, Lori, you. you know, just keep on keeping on. Thank you. And you too, Mid. Don't ever stop doing what you're doing. And thanks so much for giving me an outlet to talk about multiple sclerosis and cannabis. I really appreciate it. I'm not a coward. I've just never been tested. I'd like to think that if I was, I would pass. Look at the tested and think there before the grace go on. Might be a coward. I'm afraid of what I might find out. I'm so happy to have you on. All right. You take care, Lori. <laughs> All right. You too, man. Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's Token.